T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We had the Pro Bowl or something like it over the weekend. There was a big trade in the NBA. Oh, the Cavs are suddenly the greatest team in NBA history. They won back-to-back games. They won back-to-back games. That's a positive sign. And it it looks like uh, Washington's going to pull anybody of value off the court tonight, so they they might make it three in a row. Spread this morning was three and a half. Two points. It's two now. I I just saw it. I is assuming two. Assuming that the four-letter network is on the up and up. So are the Cavaliers resting players too? Uh, well, okay. If you just listen to MK, didn't. Mitchell is available. Uh, Rubio's out. No offense to her. I just didn't listen. I, I know. Um, and then Levert is questionable. Okay. Well, that's a lot of people. So yeah, it's two points here. Oh, all right. Well, that sounds fun. That's an interesting move. What? D- going from three and a half to, to two points. Yeah. You know what it is? I think, listen, let's all be honest. We don't trust yeah. the Cavs. And we certainly don't trust the Cavs on the second half of the back-to-back. No. Like, Matt, no matter who you are, you could have the Washington Generals. I didn't trust them last night when when the Pacers all of a sudden, like in the third quarter, started to make a little bit of a run. And I think they got it to, like, what, 11 or 10? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, they're going to come back. It really grinds my gears about last night. grinds your gears. I had a great NBA parlay, one out, won me like 150 bucks on the one bet in and of itself, 10 in 150. And I thought about Cavs-Pacers. And I looked at it, I realized I didn't trust either team, and I was like, I will be leaving this game out. I had a six-teamer with player props last night, and four hit. The two that didn't, Buddy healed over 16 and a half, he scored 16. Mm. Uh, and Halliburton scoring 20, he scored 15, I believe, mm. and they pulled him with like six to go. So basically... The Cavaliers screwed me. Basically, uh, you got hit with the old DX crotch chop from Vegas on that one. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, while all that's going on, we will get into some Cavs here in this hour. 
We'll get into the Pro Bowl and uh, and and how no one can be happy. But speaking of no one being happy, Kyrie got traded. I mean, dude, the fact that it broke, what, Friday during the show that Kyrie had requested a trade and the fact that it happened on Monday, or sorry, on Sunday, was pretty evident that that this had been going on, that both teams had understood that this was going to happen and that this was going to happen really, really quickly. And you know what? I don't give the Brooklyn Nets a lot of kudos, and I think they actually actually kind of should get a black eye for some of the stuff involving this trade. But the reality is that dude asked out on a Friday. They shipped him out on a Sunday. And they didn't ship him to Los Angeles. And they Well, they didn't ship him to Los Angeles. But, hey, you, you didn't, you didn't uh, dilly-dally, right? You got right down to the point. You realized that if you held this guy, because there were some people, Dustin, saying, hey, you got to keep him and 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 hold his feet to the fire. And I'm like, that sounds like a recipe for disaster with somebody like Kyrie, who has shown if you want to make a situation uncomfortable, he'll make it even more uncomfortable. So I thought the Nets made the right move, even though I still think, like the report that came out that the Nets owner turned down the deal to the Lakers because he didn't want to send Kyrie where Kyrie wanted to go. In the end, in like the end result is that's a stupid reason not to trade yeah, a guy well, somewhere. Well, the package wasn't quite as good as what they got from Dallas, right? Well, I think, and this is they're, just they're, according to reports, there are about seventy-five different reports on what yeah, the Lakers accurate, offer. Yeah, but the report was Westbrook's contract, uh, Max Christie, Austin Reeves, and then two future firsts, which in twenty-seven and twenty-nine, and I think they were unprotected. Versus, you got Spencer Dinwiddie, who okay, he's he's a good player on a bad team. That's mm-hmm. what he is. The Dion Waiters, he is like there's a dude like that every year. He is Ricky Davis. He's a guy that's a nice player on a bad team. So they got Dinwiddie and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, who's a nice yeah. role Solid. player. Uh, so and so what? Their, their big three now is is Dinwiddie, Simmons, and Durant. Yeah. Okay. And Simmons is bad. I. Well, I I hadn't looked at his he's numbers. He's really bad at shooting. I hadn't looked at his numbers. The numbers across the board. He's averaging uh, under eight points a game, under eight rebounds per game. I didn't check the block numbers. If the Nets really are, and the report is they're going to try and uh, they're going to try and build around KD. If they do this, they're just going to end up kind of a quasi playing team. And and the and here's the other thing. The Nets went from the team I didn't want to face in the playoffs because of KD and Kyrie to all of a sudden, if there's a team I want to play in the playoffs, it's the Nets. Like, if you're the fifth seed and they somehow manage to keep the fourth seed, I'll take it. I'll take having to play more yeah. uh, uh, road games than home games because I think they are as susceptible as any team in the Eastern Conference. And that's with KD, who's still pretty darn good. He's damn good. I mean, they could go as far as the Eastern Conference Finals just with Kevin Durant alone. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they've got other pieces around him. And now they've got rid of a cancer, I think, in Kyrie. And I, I say that, like, you know, tongue-in-cheek, obviously, because he's still a great player. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, like, what's going to happen in Dallas? Yeah. Because the Western Conference is kind of wide open. It is. You it, know? I mean, outside the Nuggets right now, like, who's playing great basketball? If you told me that... Kyrie ends up in the Western Conference Finals with a real chance to to go to the finals and win a title with Luka this year. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. If you told me that this trade disrupted the chemistry and the Mavericks were one and done in a play-in situation, I also 
I couldn't refute that. Like the, it's so weird that a trade, cause usually when you trade for a superstar, you're going for the big ceiling, right? Right. This has a low floor. And I think, I think the number one lesson every NBA fan should learn out of this dusty. Okay. Is that desperate teams will do anything to try and up their own relevance. Like, it should not have taken Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, a first-rounder and two second-rounders to get Kyrie Irving. It's it's arguable that it should have taken any picks at all. The guy is a malcontent, and it doesn't yeah, I mean, matter. He is he's he's a problem. Like in the, the locker room. Well, the second you start trading for him, or the second you trade for him, the clock starts ticking on when and what will set him off and make him leave. Like you can't tell me in, in this uh, this summer. He's not going to sign some sort of, whether it's long-term, short-term contract extension, and then by next All-Star break, he's not going to be traded again. And it's so weird, dude, because like how people look at him mm-hmm. around as like fans or even like mm-hmm. NBA personnel versus how NBA players look at him is so, the discrepancy between those two things. Dudes want to play with Kyrie. Meanwhile... NBA executive, NBA coaches, <laughs> NBA media are like, how? What are you doing? This it it played out in Boston, it played out in Brooklyn, and it's going to play out in Dallas as well. I'm sure it will at some point. However, can Mark Cuban? I mean, he's kind of a weird dude. Mm-hmm. Um, can he can he manage Kyrie? I just like the idea that managing Kyrie is just he starts watching a lot of Alex Jones. Like that's like like Mark Cuban's like listen I got to do I want to win another title I got to keep Luca happy I'm going to go I, he literally gets his own little uh styrof or not styrofoam uh aluminum foil hat he just puts it on he just sits in the instead of watching tape with Kyrie he just sits in the dark and you know in their own blankets not like one big snuggy blanket each own blanket with a with a, a, a aluminum foil hat on and just like Kyrie's like can you believe this latest conspiracy and and Cubes is just like Totally. And in the back of his head, he's like, this better. I saw a time. meme over the weekend. It was like, somebody better not tell Kyrie about JFK being assassinated in <laughs> Dallas because that's, that's a whole yep. new rabbit hole that he's going to go down. And by the way, you know what? I So the more I thought about that, here's the problem. It's too mainstream of, uh, of a conspiracy theorist, right? Yeah, I think like a lot of people agree with the conspiracy yes. theory. So does it make it a conspiracy? Yes. So like, I think when it comes to Kyrie, that, that would be like beneath him. That'd be like having like a low-hanging fruit topic on a sports talk show. That's what that's what the Kennedy uh, assassination would be for Kyrie. Well, we put him in Dallas. I have no idea how that trade's going to work out. The best thing is, it does get him out of the East. Yeah, like he's just such a wild card that having him in your conference with another really talented player should scare the crap out of you. And like, if you're if you're the uh, Lakers, by the way, egg on your face. I mean, Kyrie wanted to go there, all right? Is Le- is LeBron still throwing a temper tantrum? Yes. As we speak. Yes. Maybe it's me. You mean, uh, maybe it's me, right? Matt, oh. It's we- me. Hi. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. That's actually a song Kyrie listens to and doesn't, Just, like, feel anything. He's like. It's my song. How, how could it be your problem? It's my jam. How how am I the problem? No. Um, man, it, just watching this play out. I asked this question on Twitter during the whole thing, uh, like before Kyrie actually got traded, because mm-hmm. the rumors really started to pick up over the weekend. And I was like, so uh, 
You guys, uh, guys digging this whole player empowerment thing? <laughs> I I am a fan of it in general, but man, players like Kyrie, those serial malcontents who every and it feels like it speeds up, right? He was in Cleveland for what seven years, and then he was in uh, Boston for two and a half years, and then yeah, sure he was in four years in Brooklyn. He played like. Like less than three seasons full of games. Yeah, was he? He was there like pre-COVID, right? Yeah. And that whole COVID thing made it feel like it's been twenty years. And remember, that was the year where KD had torn his Achilles. Right. So he missed the whole first. And he year. missed the whole season. And Kyrie had the chance to come back in at the end of that season and declined. Yeah. I. You know what? Hey, Kyrie finally got what he wanted. Listen, he's on a good team. He's got another superstar to play with. And that team's in position to to make a little bit of a run here, so we'll find out. Well, and Kyrie's frankly, in a, I think he's in a better like situation than being in Los Angeles. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm telling you, I I just feel like that team in Los Angeles is an absolute dumpster fire, mm-hmm. and I don't know that you can win with LeBron James being the head honcho. I know Anthony Davis is now healthy, not that whole thing, but like, I just don't get a good sense that that would be a good fit, even though that's where he wanted to go. I would still just put money on those three guys well, together. we did. We did, and I cashed out. Yeah. Two seconds. Two seconds after the trade is announced, I'm on the FanDuel app. Just getting your money back? No. You, no, lost, you lost a couple I bucks? I ate half it. Huh? You ate half it? Yeah. I put 50 on it. Got 25 I, back? I got 25 back. And by the way. Well, I got my whole my whole deal back. When did you when did you do it? Pretty quick. Really? Oh, that grinds. Oh. But you had 4,100, remember? Yeah, that's. Hey, I'll stand. No, me and Spano had 4,100. I had four. 216 578 0092. And it's weird because now Kyrie's going to Dallas with, with Luca, where I feel like Luca's kind of started slowly becoming the, the, the player, like LeBron was when he was young and he would talk to the refs and how that pissed people off. And he was, you know, LaCryer or whatever the stupid nicknames we had for or other people had for him when he was still in Cleveland. That's Luca now. LaBaby. LaBaby. <laughs> um, Luca's got that reputation of being a guy that cries too much and maybe a little bit hard to please. And oh, now he's also you give a ball him, hog. He is. And now you're going to give him Kyrie Irving. Start taking the Dallas unders because th- that ball's just going to be dribble, 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 dribble shot. Kyrie to L.A., I was like, maybe I can get behind this because LeBron. Kyrie to Dallas, it's boomer bust. I have no feeling how it's going to go, but I will know it's going to end spectacularly, either poorly or maybe for the better. I did want to add a positive spin on the Kyrie trade, something we should all look back on, okay. and it should change the way we think about uh, the Kyrie experience. How much better does Cleveland look that they survived seven years with that serial malcontent? It's pretty amazing. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And like for some of those years, winning wasn't the priority. So Kyrie could just do what Kyrie wanted. Right. But like for three years, LeBron coexisted with a dude who's probably a little narcissistic, definitely a lot spoiled. And most of all, just kind of a grade A first, like a, a grade A pain in the ass. And so to see that. That LeBron specifically was able to to manage three years with that, and again, the Cavs had seven years with Kyrie. Seven. Man, it it really. I also think he changed a lot over the years. 
How so? I don't think he was like this much of a diva early on. Ooh, that one I don't know about. I think he was just no. Insulated. I think he. I think he was confident and and obviously wanted to be the man. But I don't think he became quite like I got to get mine or I got. I'm 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 going to be the man mm-hmm. until he got around LeBron and saw that and the championship and that whole thing. I think actually, what I think the negative for playing with LeBron was is I, the, his jealousy thing with LeBron over LeBron being asked about every social issue, right? And I think that I think that was the bad jealousy. I I think Kyrie always was who he was. I think I think there were people who grumbled at Duke because he played seven games and could he have come back? Eleven games. Eleven games. Thank you. Who's counting? Eight tackles. Um, seven. Seven. Well, no, no, no. Eight tackles. ESPN says they eight. stole one. Stole they stole one from, from me. But I think Kyrie's just been who he and, – and if it wasn't Kyrie, I think it was his dad. I actually think that – I think there are just certain players who are better in a small market. And this is actually the benefit. Like, I know Dallas is a big market. But from the sports side of things, really only the Cowboys carry national traction. So maybe maybe Kyrie and Luca like up the, the the attention that people pay with the, to the Mavericks, but like I think maybe that's the destination for Kyrie. Put him in a Portland. Put him in a uh, Vegas would be awful, but put him in in a spot you know Charlotte. Put him in like I don't San Antonio would not have him, but put him in a San Antonio, and I feel like that because then the noise doesn't matter. Then like. Everything that happened this fall, that was all about how damn loud it was in New York. I mean, no one really talks about the Mavericks. Yep. Do they? I mean, Mark Cuban once in a while says something silly or Mm -hmm. puts himself out there. And it goes away 24 hours later. Luke is one of the best players in the league, and we I feel like the national media never talk about him. (laughs) It's so stupid. Same with Jokic. Yep. Jokic is probably going to be the MVP. Yep. Maybe Embiid. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But Jokic never gets talked about. So if you if you just ask some random NBA fan, they were like, "Hey, who's the best player in the NBA?" Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Oh, you know, LeBron James, or Kevin Durant, maybe even Embiid." I bet there's people that don't even guys. know who Jokic is. Yep, that's and it's so weird because like I thought Embiid was the better player the second time. I think the second time Jokic won the MVP. Jokic is amazing, but then it became a thing of well, now you've made the vote. Right. And I, there is a little, I think there's a little bit of anti Joel bias as well because his teams haven't translated into like a hugely profitable NBA finals run. Right. But like that's the rare case. Nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 11, if it's a big market player against a small market player, same position, same stats, everything, it's going the way of the big market. Now, speaking of going good ways, Cavs have won two straight. How you feeling about tonight against Washington? Oh, how am I feeling? Yes. I mean, it's a funky line. It is. It is. It's and a you've got a re- you've got a really good sense for funky lines. Like there have been times like I, I've been hip to things. So, you've been like, so, nope, nope. So it's just it funny because I woke up this morning, I checked the line. It was three and a half, and then I found out that Beal was not playing. Mm-hmm. And what's this, who's the other player not playing for them? Um. Oh, he's like a D, uh, not a D list player. I can't it's a starter. Yeah, and and then I saw the line go to two. I'm like, okay, that's funky. That stinks. Mm-hmm. When stinky lines stink, take it. 
Can I can I have like what I feel I, like I, might I mean, be a the, hot take? Do you have confidence the Cavaliers can win three in a row? Um, if this was at home, yes, I could. But the fact that this is on the road scares the bejesus out of me. Because the Cavs, as an away favorite, are seven, eight, and two this year. And I actually looked that up before the show because I'm like, every time they've been favorited on the road, I have been. Favorited? They've been okay. the favorites. Oh, or favorites, though. That I'm just correcting you. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. It's a sleepy little Monday. It's a sleepy little Monday. My, my grammar, not so good, nor is my texting. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being such a jerk. I'm like, no, it's 11. Because no. you're, no, you're on the Super Bowl. You're, on the, you're ready for the Super I, Bowl. I'm on the Super Bowl. I'm on to uh, Kansas City. Um, Where's the game at? Arizona? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why it took me. Again, sleepy little uh, Monday here. For some reason, I was thinking it was in Vegas. I'm like, no, the Pro Bowl was in Vegas. Is it bad? It was pretty smart, though, for them just to have everything pretty close proximity. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, just move it. Yep. Just just bring the truck over. Is it bad that I look at tonight's game, and the one reason why I want to stay away from this game is that Mitchell is available and that Darius is going to play? Meaning, like what? Like Mitchell might not be the same player that he is? Well, or, I think there's some of that. those guys playing together you don't like? Well, no, I think I think Darius is clearly banged up. I definitely think that Donovan got his groove back a little bit last night. It's a one-off. Well, in, in second half of back-to-back. See, like, I, the, like these are the gymnastics I'm play, doing with Donovan right I wouldn't right play now. Donovan tonight. I would agree. And, and by the way, if Donovan doesn't play, probably taking the cast. Yeah, yeah. Because if Donovan does play and he has a bad night, it's the equalizer. Because Garland will go out and have a great night. Yep. Allen and Mobley will do their thing, mm-hmm. right? And it's more minutes for Jetty, mm-hmm. more and, minutes for Wade. And I just feel like... I think Darius and Evan have gotten better with like being more aggressive with Donovan on the court. But when Donovan's not on the court, it feels like it's just a different guy. Like they just feel like different guys. There's just a different level of aggressiveness to them. So, which makes it really funny, like this weekend. And I, I know, you know, we kind of heard it on the two shows already. The, the reverse polarity that hits from two losses to two wins for the Cavs, I have I have like whiplash right now because the Cavs oh, we have went gone. From, we went from like what last week to like a, like like a ten on the panic meter for mm-hmm. the for the Cavaliers to, to ten fire on the JB. JB had the weird press conference where he had to explain that they're they're number one in every category that he decided that was you know efficient to give us, mm-hmm. uh, and then they won two in a row. Yep. And now it feels like it's it's a 10 on the, the hype scale. Yeah. And it's like, they're the same team. Like, I'm really hopeful that this is the real Okoro because it's been happening all month. He's looked more like the real guy. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't do, know do, for do certain. you still feel good about Okoro taking a three, a corner three with 30 seconds to go? I mean, he's shooting like 35% this year from three. Yeah, I don't know about the crucial moments. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I it's fair. Tr- I just don't trust him. I, I mean, if you're up 20 points, I think anybody can. I mean, if you're in the NBA, I think guys can make buckets. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's a great offensive player. I mean, I think that's fair. I guess my point would be at least you're getting something there now. Yeah. Right. And but again, I like even that. Like, should Isaac Okoro's play? Well, should that dissuade you from doing something at the deadline? Well, not if there's the right deal out there. Right. But I mean, it's two games. They're good games. They're by the way, um, they're good wins. Even though the 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 uh, Washington might be on the like precipice of trading Bradley Beal, 
And that's kind of the idea behind uh, his DNP tonight. Not really an injury. Like, okay, let's see it. I, that's where the Cavs are. For a lot of people, I think the, the Cavs hype folks, it's anytime they do something good, that's what the Cavs are. And anytime they do something bad, nope, that's not who it is. It's just circumstantial. On the opposite side, I think the same thing can be said in the inverse of, of people who don't want to buy into this team. Right, it is anything good that happens. It's well, of course, you traded for Donovan Mitchell, but that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen in in April, May, and June. And anything bad that happens, that's the real. I'm somewhere in the middle. I I need the Cavs to prove it, and my 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 confidence is a little shaken in the Cavs, given that we're talking about effort. <laughs> Some nights, given that we're talking, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talking about focus some nights, given that you know, the young guys really are to me. Like, everybody talks about, oh, I don't think the Cavs can make a move. You know, they spent all their resources. Jeff Phelps, once a day, likes to point out that <laughs> the Cavs paid too much for Donovan Mitchell, which, by the way, might end up being the, the way we look Possible. at that trade. But, like, this trade's going to be made by how quickly Darius Garland and Evan Mobley can be the best versions of themselves. And, and Darius, I don't think, is that far off. But... Evan maybe is. When we talk about like the true extent of his powers. So like tonight, it's like, all right, well, if Donovan and Darius both play, prove it. Well, it's the second half of back-to-back. You've been dog crap in the second half of back-to-backs. Prove it. And even then, like tomorrow, should we, if they win this game tonight, should we wake up tomorrow and be like NBA title? No. Like this, I think we're to the point of the season where games do matter and trends do matter. But like, I just I, we, I I just feel like we've kind of hit this crucial peak of swinging too far, the pendulum swinging too far in any direction, and I, I, the Cavs are today who I thought they were uh, five weeks ago. They're ridiculously talented. There are some real fit issues, and when they're on, they can compete with anybody in the NBA. And when on they're on any given night, which concerns me in the playoffs because once we get to the postseason, it's going to be a little bit of a different deal. Yeah, I. The biggest thing that concerns me at the playoffs, one is the matchup. There are just going to be some matchups that, you know, I think you're going to get slaughtered on. I, I, but that's but that's 90% of teams in the NBA. Right. Right? Matchups really do matter when you get into a seven-game series. But the other thing is, are they going to know how hard you have to play from Jump Street? I don't know. Because everybody talks about Utah. Utah was capped as a talent offensively, but – that was full of veterans who knew how you had to play right out of the gate in the playoffs. And that is you better play with your hair on fire, and when you get punched in the mouth, you you got to stand up. you got to punch back. It's going to be a much more physical situation in the playoffs than we're seeing now. Like watch, Teams are going to play defense. Rewatch the Dylan Brooks thing. It's going to be a lot of that. Donovan threw the ball at him. Donovan was ready to open up a can of whoop-ass. The other four calves in the court, and do not – Please do not misconstrue this as a criticism. They were they were voyeurs. 
They were watching. And that's, again, not a criticism. But those guys weren't ready for, for fisticuffs right. if it came to that. 216-578-0092. We, uh, we're going to get to some of your calls on this one, but uh, as we as we talk about the Cavs getting ready for their matchup with the Wizards tonight, uh, do you have confidence the Cavs can make it three straight in a row? And where are you guys with where you were last week to where you are now with the Cavs winning two straight games? What a boo-boo from the NBA. It's literally the week that the NFL owns. Like, I think they should have put a Thursday next week. And and I, I remember they moved it before the All-Star break because players were upset that they knew they were going to get traded and then had right. to be in the All-Star game. Um, boo-boo. Who cares? It, it it Like, you bury it. And listen, if, you, if it was today, it'd be a little different because we didn't have an NFL game yesterday. It's Thursday. By Thursday, Thursday well, and Friday eat, eat, are go time. Or, or have it tomorrow. Yep. Like, have it on a Tuesday if you don't want to have it on a Monday. I get that. But a Thursday before the Super Bowl, that's not a good look. That's I not just, a good idea. So, you know, we were talking about the Kyrie thing when it comes to player empowerment and whether that's kind of jumped the shark. I don't think it has. But, like, hmm. guys like Kyrie absolutely push even my patience yeah. with player empowerment. And I think the problem with having a league – I don't want to say a problem. I think the downside to having a league where the players have this much power or that's at least the image is like stupid stuff like moving the trade deadline. If you move it one week later, I think you have a lot more eyeballs on the sport and I yeah. think people are ready mm-hmm. to start thinking about the NBA deadline. You move it even – like there's just such a gap. After the Super Bowl ends – and and before the combine, there's two weeks where literally there's nothing. I mean, yes, there are night night and night out NBA games, but like yeah, in, in but terms of the juicy things that that kind of get casual fans excited, like narratives or or trades, well, or coaches getting fired, that kind of stuff. Like that's the time. I don't disagree with you. Bad job out of the NBA. Bad job out of the NBA. Bill, real quick, buddy, welcome to the show. Hey, Bill. Bill. William. What's up, buddy? I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, man. Uh, You know, we were talking about why didn't anybody else on our team jump in uh, the other night? Well, I think what they're worried about is John Morant's uh, posse uh, having a red laser on them after the game, as, as what happened in Indiana the other night. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah, that was a wild story. I still don't know what side to believe. But, I have not heard that but, story. But Jaws Posse, it's not. So um, there was some chirping with Jaws Posse in yeah. the Pacers bus, including Pacers players. And there was a red laser shined into the bus. and Which, play, which, means, which means a gun was trained on them. Well, no, that's, that's, there's, there's laser pointers you can get at Office Max for, that for 10 That is what bucks. Pacers players felt was happening. That's, and then, that's exactly right. And then Pacers players didn't want to talk about it on record because uh, they were fear, fearing uh, retribution. Okay. Right. I, and, I probably and so would the, too. But anyway, anyway, you know, the other thing that's kind of bothered me before I get to what the Cavs need to do is that, you know, I've never sat on the front row of a basketball game. Mm-hmm. And I know that in the next two to three years, somebody like Shannon Sharp or somebody else is going to do something stupid. And it's going to get to be the point where you're not going to be able to be within 10 yards of a basketball court. And there's going to be police around it 
because somebody is going to ruin it for all the rest of us. Well, real quick on that one, um, Shannon Sharp already did something stupid. What's your final point there, Bill? we got to move along here, buddy. Well, my final point is, is I think they probably paid too much for Mitchell already. Because right now, if you if I ask you the question, who's produced more for us? Is it Garland or Mitchell this year? You'd say Garland. No, I, I think we'd say Mitchell. Mitchell has more points per game, and I, I, I think well, no, people, no, I think no, people no, would on. say real quick. People would say Garland. I think that's recency bias. Okay, hold on, hold on. It, you know, we're talking about volume shooting with Mitchell. If you look at Mitchell, like the other night, he had nineteen. He was six for seventeen. What is the, I mean, who cares how many points he has? I mean, he could shoot 30 times and, and have 20 points. And, and nonetheless, he has had a lousy last month of shooting. Yeah. And I, I think productivity-wise, Garland for the team, assist-wise, points-wise, has been significantly better. Yeah, I think, again, and I appreciate the call, Bill. Thanks for the call, bud. Um, I think you, that's Bill. a little bit of recency bias. Is it meaning that the Donovan versus Darius thing um, – I think Darius is going through it with his groin injury, and I actually think the Cavs are doing a disservice to him for making him play. Especially, I don't know if they're making him play. I think they're probably saying you can go if you can go, and he's a competitor. He wants to play. Yeah, I think sometimes you got to protect the player. No, but, I think they should protect the yeah. player. But uh, we'll get back to the Cavs talk here in a little bit. Did you enjoy the uh, new Pro Bowl over the weekend? Uh, I watched probably way too much um, to, to like. It, it was not not great. No, why? Um, or what about it was not? It great? was just it was just like watching a bunch of dudes who were famous playing dodgeball. Um, the flag football game was was like okay, I guess, but they didn't really give that much effort. It was frankly, I I, I would have rather watched a football game without amount of effort. So I had it kind of on in the background. Um, I did the same thing with the Senior Bowl on Saturday during my daughter's party. Like, I just didn't pay a lot of attention to it. Mm -hmm. But what what stood out to me was everybody who I – that texted me about it during the game that was in the media hated it. Hated it, thought it was a downgrade. Uh, you said in the pre-show, you'd rather watch them half-ass tackle than half-ass uh, flag football, right? Yeah, for sure. Now, that's everybody in the media. Everybody that isn't in the media that's just an NFL fan or even a casual NFL fan right. loved it. Really? My yep. kids were, like, bored by it. Oh, so I had – I and I probably had more non-media people reach out than media people. Yeah. And they were like, I love the energy. I love uh, the coverage in terms of, you know, player interviews or kind of being able to hear uh, the Mannings. And – I realized in the very limited amount that I actually watched, I realized the genius of what they did. It, what was genius about it? The genius of it is they made it more into a... A show? Yeah, a spectacle. It had nothing to do with the competitive, competitiveness angle. It had nothing to do with football, really. It was just about making something that moved quickly... That was fun. That was flashy. I mean, most but, of it was pre-taped, so they well, were just like, yep. like speeding through it, like the speed of light. Yep. And I think, I, I think for people who didn't want like heavy viewing, he, like just kind of a lazy Sunday, I think that's what people appreciate about it. I just, because to me, going in, I just realized, and this happened long ago, I realized there was never anything they could do with that actual game, where uh, the greatest players in the game actually try hard. And have a common goal of winning, and and don't just showboat or don't just half-ass. I realized it was never going to happen. 
Right. There's no incentive. Like, even in the NBA, the Elam ending has made it interesting. It's still a crap game. It's just more fun because they score as many buckets as possible. Right. But, like, with the NFL, there was nothing they were ever going to do that was going to make that. So, I, had, I, I, I don't know why they don't just incentivize the players to play in the game. I don't think there's an incentive worth it. Like, what's, what, what is the incentive that can make that game? And talking about the actual Pro Bowl where everybody tackles and you play. What's the incentive? I don't know. Pay him an extra couple hundred thousand dollars. I don't – I mean, it's it, – so I would assume, and this is an assumption. I haven't talked to an NFL player. I would assume it's $250,000 versus $30 million. And it's just there's no way you can make that math where the the reward is worth the risk. It just stinks because back when we were kids, when you watched the Pro Bowl, every player played. Mm-hmm. And it was a competitive game. Yeah, and I think... And now we're we're in the world where guys sit out bowl games and guys don't want to play in this because it's just not it's not worth it for them. And I, by the way, I think they're right. It, it's, it sucks as a fan who wants to see better, more football. Yeah. But the reality is, like... Like, I'm you know, surprised watching the Senior Bowl on Saturday, mm-hmm. how many of those guys played in that game? Didn't didn't DeWan Jones pull out of the game, too? Or no, I think he pulled out of practice halfway through the week. But I'm saying, like, there's a lot of guys that are going to be first-round picks that are, are playing in that game. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think it's the right thing. And I think the NFL understands that they could, I think you could offer these guys a million dollars a game for the Pro Bowl. And I don't think they'd do it. Like, if you're Joel Batonio and you've got, let's say, three years left in your career at the peak that you have right now, right? are you going to risk the 30 to $45 million you can for a million? I, and, and again, like, I think, I think we have to be okay with this. Because if, in the end, if this is the thing that allows Joel to play one extra year, if, 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 if taking... Did you see the, the stupid... Uh, gauntlet that he had to run through yeah it looked a little well, bit it, like it looked a little bit like the taskmaster wall where the dude just fell over that kind of looked like to me didn't it didn't look all that gauntlety to me no, i could be wrong brutal. we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.